Welcome to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky, a place where Susan can introduce to you psychics, clairvoyance, past lives, and paranormal experiences. Now, here's your host, Susan Pinsky. This episode is courtesy of Apex M from In Control Medical. You can find a banner on drdrew.com and check out Apex M from In Control Medical. Also, check out the Dr. Drew podcast at Corolla Digital and the This Life podcast with Dr. Drew and Bob Forrest. Available via Playroom Pods. Well. Hey, everybody. It's my privilege and pleasure to introduce the host of our show, Calling Out with Susan Pinsky, the very own Susan Pinsky. Thank you. Welcome to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky. We're sounding like like little kids (laughs) playing with a tape recorder. Let's let's try that again. That was beautiful. Let your inner child out. You are little kids playing with a tape recorder. That's your essence. And the other voice is none of the Jen Kirkman. Thank you, husband, and welcome (laughs) to... Welcome to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky. I'm here with none other than my husband, Dr. Drew. I'll be in and out a little bit. Who was doing a podcast out of your home is really great because if your husband's around, he jumps on the mic because you just can't get away from it. He loves it so much. I'm a gigantic fan of your guest. Yes. Well, and and I have to explain, I have to explain how I got this guest. She, um, I got an email from Gary at Corolla Digital. He was so nice to say that you were over there with the pirate ship and um, a Corolla show or something. But he said, "No, me I just know Gary," oh, okay. and so I emailed him. Okay, like, so I'm obsessed with Susan's so podcast. This is Jen Kirkman. She is she's a big favorite of the Corolla crew, and she's amazing. Um, Hang to, super to, funny. Wait, to disclose the actual communication before you had with Gary. before Rebecca gets here. I kind of want to do a com- disclaimer and say who she is. Um, but Gary actually sent an email saying what? You, you say it. I can't remember the exact language. It was good. She actually likes your show. <laughs> she actually likes oh. your show. <laughs> <laughs> actually is such a bad word to put in front of compliments. And I was like, like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks. I'll take her number. Definitely. I'm so excited. So I didn't tell We've you that. We've been a fan of yours since, since we... we Chelsea and Drunk History, oh. where we, we sort of encountered you, and so we've been fans since. So. But, I mean, it's kind of funny, because he produces um, Lynette Corolla's show and Adam Corolla's and Drew's show and everything. So there's kind of this sort of group of, or this school of thought over there that this is a big crock of shit. <laughs> <laughs> With this particular podcast? Yes. And, oh, and this sure. is all, I'm making this shit up, and we Google the crap out of people. And I, I literally, like, had this woman calling an MC from New York, and she was in the rain in her car on her phone. Yeah. And doing a psychic reading, and they thought it was all bullshit. And I'm like, she was Googling. I'm like, how do you Google and talk on an iPhone at the same time? Yeah. And you know what I mean? It's not like she was at her computer and she was like, we were giving her clues. Like, I don't tell anybody who's here. I don't give them any information. When Rebecca comes, she has she comes in completely cold. She, yeah. And half of these people don't even watch TV and they don't know any celebrities. Right, it's not anyways. like you have like Julia Roberts sitting here. I mean, there are people that make a living, <laughs> right. but they're not 
Right, unless and you're into what they're well, doing, you wouldn't was, know them. This was over the phone, so you can sometimes see. I don't even see. But anyway, yeah. I mean, listen, it's all water on the bridge. I don't care. Be a skeptic if you want. It's it's. I, my, I'm a skeptic, but but I'm I, a but skeptic don't, too. But I love. Yeah. But listen, do me a favor. Don't put the nail in the coffin for me, podcast wise, because this is show number ninety nine, <laughs> and I've been doing and this. You have for the Jen Kirkman endorsement. I got. People myself. love this. I love thinking about this stuff. Okay, right. but now, I'm going to tell you that Rebecca is by far one of my most important mediums in my life. I've known her for 20 years. Have we known her that long? Yeah, we have. Wow. It's, it's amazing. And she's a very close friend of mine. Over the years, we've become closer and closer. We've built this dynasty. I've had a lot of really great people added to the group. She gets along with everybody. Everybody you know, who knows Rebecca knows that she's the real deal. And so, and I even think Lynette Carolla thinks she's the real deal. She even said that. But mm -hmm. so anyways, I hope it works out for you. We're going to take a break. We're going to bring Rebecca in, introduce her. And thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky. Follow Susan on Twitter or Instagram at First Lady of Love. And check callingoutwithsusanpinsky.com for all the latest info and links to our cast of clairvoyance. Download new episodes every week from iTunes or callingoutwithsusanpinsky.com. Okay, we're back. Uh, hello, hello, Rebecca. How are you? Oh, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. We've Thank been you. Friends for 20 years. Yeah, a long time. That. Can you believe that? I know. I, oh I, my God. You know, time flies. Yes. But I remember when your kids I may were be, so I little. I may be adding yes, up a little bit, but right. it's an average of 20. Oh, yes, yes, and I, um, my son Vincent will never forget when we went to New York yes. on his 16th birthday, so fun. and the kids went. Well, we were in the meat district, right? What was just getting going then? The yeah. meat packing district. Yeah. yeah so we still go to that restaurant once in a while. Right. Yeah. yeah. And um, Vincent will never forget when you made the desserts upstairs. They upstairs, and it was just his birthday a couple of days ago. Oh, it was. That's right. Happy birthday, Vincent. Yeah. He, he's gonna, he's 24 now, but he mentions that birthday all the time he That's says funny. it's one of his favorite birthdays when we went to new york with you guys it was colder than shit too. yeah that was, was like the only thing that degrees. <laughs> and you guys i had a broken toe because i yes. always have weird problems with my feet and here and you guys I have a question for you. i can't uh, i've to this day remember i made you guys in the cold walk over to the yeah. the hall where abraham lincoln gave his cooper union address yeah uh-huh i've tried 10 times to get into that <laughs> hall every time i can't get in for no some we went there and you know because of my history with american history and abraham lincoln yeah. that our fam my family married many times with him it was really interesting being there especially with mary todd lincoln who i've had very strange encounters with since i went there the cooper union address is right. the, is the uh, the speech that got him the presidency yeah. oh okay it, it was okay. in new york city and the cooper the hall is still there the mm -hmm. great hall and mm -hmm. i go by all the time i'm gonna just take a look at it. i want to mm -hmm. be in the space where he gave that yeah i, I mean i, I know they the let speech. you inside or you're saying it's closed? i've been hoodwinked every time by something every time oh. i try to go in there's an event in there i can't go in it's okay blah, 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 blah. all right so this podcast isn't a meaningful thing it's okay meaningful? it was meaningful and it was, it was cold but you know even though they were in shape and i had a big broken foot with a size 10 boot on i did you always have a broken foot. I know I do, but that was the one of the most memorable trips of um, our nice, life. Nice. Really seriously. So, Drew, fun. can I? Can you do me a favor? I'll can, leave, yes. can you go give her a cup of tea? Yes, I'll get she it. needs a cup of tea. Yeah. I'm going to send you off. Yeah, goodbye. And um, we'll we'll let you come back I, I with know the I'm tea. Not okay, so <laughs> no, you guys are great. All right, so now that <laughs> now that he's gone, we'll uh, get started. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love my husband. He'll be back. Don't worry, guys. Uh, all right. So I'm going to let Rebecca just give 
Jen a reading and okay. get started and just, you know, let it go where it goes, see who's here for her and try not to freak her out too much, Rebecca. But um, Oh, I don't mind. No, you can freak me out. By the way, she <laughs> ran over a mirror coming up my driveway today and it didn't break. So oh. that's good luck, right? I have some good luck. Yeah. yeah. I was really excited when I looked in the mirror. <laughs> uh, I realized that my eyebrows were really, really out of control. So thank you for not breaking that mirror today. I would have felt so bad. Because <laughs> I'm going to the Golden Globes tonight. I don't want to oh, have you eyebrows are? like oh, you know, yeah, you need a it. Neanderthal. You look beautiful. <sighs> Yeah, the hair has to be on the head, not on the face, okay? <laughs> so anyways, um, I'll let you get started. Okay, now the first thing I wanted to talk about, Jen, is um, your, the color of your aura, which is very red uh, right now on one side of you. And that usually belongs to people who are highly creative, whether they're in the arts or in a business way. It's really very, very strong around you. Over here, you have a lot of travel colors um, mm. that indicates that you will be traveling and that you will have opportunity to definitely travel next year into places or actually this year it's 2016 and yeah. also 17 also there's a lot about your residence in this in this picture that i see your aura which i call your storyboard uh -huh. and um in there i'm looking at this place that has um it has more wood floors than carpet uh -huh. um it has um a good energy in the kitchen area like i go in the kitchen i feel pretty good about it it is not only the only residence that, that you're going to own though because i see change also for you yeah. in the way of where you're living so I don't know if you're aware of it or not but it's definitely coming so I, and I'm just gonna get a little you know kind of overview of your life and then we can you can talk about the things that I talk about in about okay. a minute or so um, and in there I'm looking um, a lot about your love life mm. and when I see that and I see this gentleman I I tend to want to say that you know and I could be wrong okay sometimes when I look at him but I'm feeling you're single yes Okay, good. I was like, because <laughs> I see that you'll be married, but you're not married at the moment. Oh, I was married. Yeah, but you're divorced from him, right? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, okay, because I still saw him around you, but I knew that you would be separate from him and most likely divorced. Mm. Now, you've known him in other lifetimes. I often talk about our multidimensional kind of relationships with people that we know, um, either... Um, from this lifetime or other lifetimes and you've known him before so it's not a bad thing that you married him it was uh, a closure uh, uh, ending to a story <laughs> it sure felt that way yeah <laughs> and it's like painful because when you get in it's not just like oh I got divorced I'm like moving on no this is a painful transition to actually finish up something from another place in time mm. so it took you a little bit to get past that you're open now an open vessel to love because um, when I really look at the news story I look at all this pink energy around you well, I say get into the pink okay Okay. And I'm just wondering, is there any chance, because I got divorced so long ago uh -huh. and I was never really in love. I'm just wondering if maybe the person around, well, I can, I can see the closure thing for my husband, but I'm mm -hmm. wondering if, because mm -hmm. the pain was a more recent breakup. So I'm wondering if. Oh, um, no, person, I'll go back to that because oh, there's okay. a story here, but you oh. have all new energy around you in love right now. Yeah. No, I do feel that you, you, I saw your husband, so I know it's him. Mm -hmm. And then um, remember when I went and I thought, okay, she's single now. Now I saw a man in your kitchen that was most not, most likely not your first husband when you're pretty young. I mean, you're still young, but you're pretty young when you married him, I think. But when I went into the house and I described him with the wood floors and the kitchen, I saw a guy standing there. And that's where for a minute confused me because mm -hmm. I thought he was your husband. And then I heard your grandmother, the female that's here, mm -hmm. say, Jen, you need to keep your options open. And she showed me him. And he's kind of a good looking guy, actually. Mm. Very nice looking man. Okay. But there's something about him that I just I couldn't put the glue together with you guys. Mm. Um, and it's something to do with his personality. 
and his inability to, I mean, I don't know, he wasn't expressing himself. As much as he seemed expressive, he didn't. He wasn't mm. getting to the core of what his issues are. But it, does that make sense? Isn't yeah. that how it most makes, men are, though? It makes a lot of sense. Well, uh-uh. No, he's complicated. And, and the, the last person I was in a relationship with, um, the one I'm thinking of that, that, mm-hmm. that resonates with, he... I'm not that young, by the way. I mean, I'm oh. 41, but oh. I look young. Yeah, you're very but, young. But, uh, but uh, he um, he sp- spent a lot of time in my kitchen. He, it's really funny, but when I picture my picture, I'm in my kitchen. Yeah, because his energy is still left there. His energy has res- is resonating in your kitchen. So if you don't want that to be there, you get some sea salt or rock salt, and you put it in your kitchen, and that will take that energy right out of That's there. That's really funny you said that because I mm-hmm. get sad when I go in my kitchen. Yeah, yeah, no, no you need to clean that I up. I see him there making his smoothies. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yes, he was doing something in the kitchen where Every he, day, three yeah, times a day. and he he's a make, handsome guy, you know, yes. and he's not a bad person. It's just that there's some issues there that keep him from having the relationship that he deserves because ultimately maybe he doesn't think he deserves love or he doesn't, you know, oh what God. I'm talking about. Or he, yeah, there's some blockage wow. there. And I don't know if he ever talked about his dad. There's a lot about his father and his relationship mm. that goes back to other lifetimes also. But that's, you know, oh yeah, I don't yeah, know. it's deep. See, you didn't know all about that, but it does. I'm telling you, it's like, why wouldn't he want a beautiful life and a beautiful woman and a beautiful house and successful? But every time he's making that smoothie, I feel like he almost thinks he doesn't deserve it. So he's like got questions in his mind. I really resonate with that doesn't deserve it thing for him. Yeah. And now there's a Michael around you too. No, it's a common name. It's going to be somebody who will help you or be helpful in some areas of your life. I think I think it's more business, but keep mm. the name in mind, even if it's the last name of Michael's. Like, I know that it's common, but it's important. I kept hearing it being shouted out to me. Okay. And your mother's mother, mm-hmm. your grandmother, were you close to her? Because she's the one who's starting to help me here yeah in this reading and she's on the other side right because that's what I feel like she's like right behind us right here and she said Jen it is you know it's sad but it is what it is thank God you didn't marry him have two kids with him you know so Mm. wow I resonate with yeah saying that yeah so she said it's okay you got to let that go though I do believe he thinks about you with good thoughts and um with fond memories it's Mm -hmm. not you and it has something to do with him yeah and so she wanted me to tell you that now she is definitely bringing me to chicago so and she says that's going to be a good uh place for you so don't be surprised if you meet somebody new who talks about chicago and takes you there and you have a lovely time (laughs) so funny because the city i hate most in america is chicago chicago i I have to travel there sometimes for work i'm like i hate it i don't know what it is and i'm no offense to anyone listening thanks grandma that's funny (laughs) no but that's probably why she said it because she says jen when you go there don't have a negative feeling about it you're gonna have fun so she knows that that's the case that's probably why she mentioned it of all the places why would she say chicago (laughs) right okay so wait maybe she's talking about me because my daughter's in chicago nope it's, it's not my spirit okay. no no she told me Stop to tell her, take my spirit it'll be okay so, <laughs> so if you're, block your reading sorry <laughs> no if you're, if your new guy loves chicago just go along with it <laughs> let's see what happens just there. try it yeah yeah maybe you'll change your mind yeah you will i think you'll be like wow, as long as it's not right now because it's 16 degrees outside. yeah exactly <laughs> no it's not it wasn't cold when you were going there it was fun and then um she's also talking about your your new projects that are coming up and and, and maybe having kind of a new oh thank you a new um team a bit of a new team mm. and uh i don't know if that resonates with you yeah it, it makes sense right yeah right because you're you're, go- you're coming to another level 
and that never that not that now i've gotten tucked on that other level will that's take okay. you to the new team mm. and so that's going to be really important love will fall into place okay i call it getting into the pink light pink sea salt bass dance you know feminine energy i mean black is okay but black doesn't resonate that positive energy with love it's more like color and so but you're i think you need to be like a little warrior with your job right now your work mm. and really be the leader yeah in what you want and it will come to pass you have writing talent also i don't even know what you do to tell you the truth i didn't even got there yet yeah you have some writing talent for sure there's no question in my mind about very funny you also have the ability to um, do anything in the arts, including producing, directing, and on camera. Yeah. So, um, is that what you do? You do something? I'm a writer. Oh, you and are a comedian. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, I was right. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because everything resonates. Writer, 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 and very humorous. Yeah. And then um, I'm looking at developing a couple of. You could do everything though. You wear several different hats. Yeah, I do. So I see feature film. I also see pilot. I also see. Um, I, I guess comedy, live comedy. Yeah. But it's it's really strong around you that you can accomplish all your goals. And 2016 is lucky for you. Mm. Very, very lucky. Don't you love my show? Yeah, I do. <coughs> I actually have felt, I get a vibe mm -hmm. every holiday season about what the year is going to be. And mm -hmm. it's a very deep vibe. It's not a, mm -hmm. a neuroses. No. And I felt that 2015 would be very hard. Yeah. And I feel that 2016 is going to be very simple yeah easy. it's gonna it'll be easier it's like because you're being divinely guided mm. you've come through some of your karmic garbage as i say and you're on to new i also see something about mbc around you mm. universal studios so i don't know if you're um had been on that lot but you will definitely go for yeah. some reason i used to I work on that lot oh you did mm -hmm. yeah because it resonates you mm. so maybe that makes sense i don't know if i'm looking at the past or the future it but it would be the past yeah it was yeah. really strong about a universal lot yeah and that you know um you have you definitely have somewhat of a that, that was him. some of my cosmic garbage <laughs> oh my god isn't that funny and of course i bring that up okay <laughs> but anyway all right well any nbc and getting out of the mucky muck and into a bright and beautiful future you also have the name danny around you wow not a dead person though i don't know i just heard talk about danny yeah yeah and to be able to communicate with Danny is important or it's a really strong name and it's really it means something important to you so what is your relationship with Danny does it feel good because it's supposed yeah, to be Dan good yeah Dan is the person I'm working with that's part of a new team uh -huh. that's part of a, a project we're developing together oh, in writing and in entertainment yeah, in TV yeah that makes sense because it, that was part of the new you know mm -hmm. the new flow the new team and I heard Danny Danny was really important interesting yeah so i feel like you're on the road to success you resonate a lot about ireland also so you have <laughs> that's the second place i hate most of <laughs> no i hate ireland you know i had a terrible experience there two years ago and mm -hmm. i tend to recoil from um, um, American Irish people that are super into being Irish. Yeah, isn't it funny? Because I'm hitting these places like <laughs> Chicago, 
<laughs> sorry, sorry, Ireland. But maybe that because I talked about also the karmic garbage that you've gotten through. That'd be a funny stand-up bit. Yeah, <laughs> I hate Ireland. I hate Irish people. I, I did it in Ireland. It didn't go so well. Oh no! But but you know, I had an amazing reading in Ireland. Yeah, that came true. No, because they have some of the best psychics in Ireland mm-hmm. and even England. I and um so, but there is something about those two places, Chicago and Ireland. It's now, hilarious. if we go into layers and layers of other lifetimes, you probably have some history there. Yeah. But I also feel like we're talking about getting rid of the karmic garbage. You rid it. You rid yourself of it. Maybe it wasn't such a pleasant experience, but it was a powerful connection. Those two places to you actually. So I think next time, you know, if you have anything to do with Ireland or Chicago, it would resonate um, a little bit better. Mm. Nicer energy. Okay. <laughs> I'm laughing because, of course, I'm picking those two places. <laughs> um, but I'm also looking on your team with Danny. I'm mm-hmm. going to go back to Danny now and yourself. And is there two other? There should be another gentleman there and two females. So you have the, the team of five or six yet? Yeah. There's a lot of people in different teams that uh-huh. are part of it yeah yeah because it's going to be amazing so stay focused to feel good about it if you don't go with it speak your mind tell them that you don't like it and they'll listen to you you have more power this year than you've had in any other year before here before now i mean yeah 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 so um now you will be married i no question in my mind and happily but don't doubt that okay because it will happen your husband has a great sense of humor pretty cute actually i'm like ooh la la okay and uh <laughs> really seriously cutie he just better not live in ireland no 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 i know i don't yeah, know well, where he lives but he's definitely um a nice looking guy and he has a good sense of humor and he doesn't want to change anything about you he likes every little nook and cranny of your personality and your body so he's not into changing he's into to celebrating good. i like that word mm-hmm. he's celebrating you just laughed loves it <laughs> and uh, now what questions do you have for me you there's a gentleman here now that resonates paternal figure to you i don't know if he's your father or grandfather but he's definitely behind you and wants to talk to you oh i have both of my grandfathers are past my father's still alive yeah it must be your father's father then okay because he resonates father father paternal energy and he's here to help you and he's someone who I don't even know how well you knew him. Yeah. But okay. he was um he wants to help you with anything with your house. I don't know if he knew anything about land or carpentry or but are you moving? Really Do you know about moving? Remember I said something Yeah, no, I I'm, I'm in a place now that I love but I I I travel a lot. <clears throat> like a lot. Yeah, cuz I saw that yeah. there's traveling colors around you. I go to different countries like three times a year. I travel America every mm-hmm. few weeks. And so I rent a condo and I'm very adamant about renting because mm-hmm. I want to be able to come and go as I please. Right. And I was like, I wouldn't buy something unless it was the perfect place. And I always think, well, I wouldn't buy in LA, I'd mm-hmm. buy somewhere else. Well, it's actually, it's Chicago kind of- Chicago or Ireland? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, my, uh, it's funny, you know, my grandfather, uh, I don't, I actually don't know that much about him. He died when I was 11 and he had so many grandchildren that- but he takes a real liking and a shine to you and he knows that you probably rent so you are going to be buying i know it i saw the property and you were madly in love with it you were like oh my god i never want to not have this property even if you weren't there full time it feels like home to you Mm -hmm. and he shows me at the place where i don't know if it'll need restoration Mm -hmm. or if it has some kind of historical content to it but it doesn't really look like los angeles but Mm -hmm. i could be wrong large mont has houses like that true so anyway he's going to help you to find the perfect place 
And you'll when you walk in, you will feel like this is home. You're moving to Largemont. <laughs> That's a great. Yeah, kind of a great area. But they have those kind of houses there. No, I always said mm-hmm. I would buy outside of. Oh, I guess I want to know: is anyone else coming through mm-hmm. at all? That there's a young person here that passed away, or younger. Yeah, that's coming through also, and not knocking. Please let me through. Please let me through, and died without saying goodbye. So I didn't have much closure, I don't think. Yeah. So you had somebody close to you, sudden death of some type, or didn't get a chance to say goodbye. Is that correct? Yeah, we weren't that close, but it was sudden. Uh huh. Well, he. Is it he though? Because mm-hmm. there's a gentleman. He said, "I'm I'm here. I'm a man. I'm a male," mm-hmm. and um, he knows a lot about you. So, and or he knows a lot of people you know because he's very close to you. Believe yeah. it or not, he thinks you're so funny, and he likes to help you with your work sometimes. That's mm-hmm. what he told me, and he talks about um, some of the, do you then do you perform in some live comedy clubs? Yeah. Okay, because you know some of those are really haunted, so you know you'll feel energies in there. You yeah. have a lot of psychic ability, believe it or not, too. Um, but he says he comes to help you with your material. He feels connected to you in, in some areas of your business. Yeah. And that um, that you know people he knew really well, I do yep. believe. He says she knows some really good, intimate friends of mine. I do. Yeah. And he told me that, I mean, he's making me laugh. It's, even though it's sad when he passed and all, he's cracking me up so bad. So, I mean, he's so funny. So I'm almost yeah. like, were you an artist or comedian yourself? Because you are funny as all get up. Yeah. And that he's sorry the way he passed. He's sorry. He yeah. says, I'm sorry the way that it went down. Like he feels like it could have been a little different. Oh, uh, yeah. Does that it, make sense? Because I it still makes don't know a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, a funny person. That yeah. Had a drug problem. And, uh, mm-hmm. but I was not, he always was very connected to me. I was very, um, mm-hmm. supportive and into what I did. And, mm-hmm. but I wasn't very nice to him. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I, I wasn't not very nice to him. I just uh, well, I always put him it? off because I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I knew he had problems. And yeah, he was a drug involved. addict. Yeah, well, sort of, but I, <clears throat> I didn't know that actually. What, I always thought he had a crush on me, and mm-hmm. and I um, mm-hmm. was just kind of obnoxious about it. Well, he does. Oh. he does have a crush on you, one hundred percent. That's completely accurate. And he did. He actually, he actually didn't look at it that way. He looked at it a little different. You know, and he just thought that it, the way that you did kind of push him off, it was made him it, you made you even more attractive, mm-hmm. in a way. And I I believe that he's um like I could see him so clearly right now. It's freaking me out. But um because you're a lot more psychic than maybe you recognize, um he has an easy time communicating with you. But this is positive, not negative. Mm. What he talks about. And where's your connection to San Francisco? Do you have one? I'm not lying. It's the third place. It's my third least favorite place. Oh, God. I I fucking hate San Francisco. (laughs) Three for three. So there must be something because it is so... When I go there... I think it's your grandmother. I get... I get so... And I was actually thinking of it on the drive over here. Really? Because I just turned down something there because I don't... I get so cosmically depressed when I'm there it's like I feel the energy I feel suicide there I feel addiction I feel crime I I don't mean currently I mean I just never have a good time there I've had horrible Mm -hmm. incidents there I've had the last time I was there was actually really good with my ex but it it just I just don't it doesn't resonate with me well you know what I I think what I'm doing is I'm picking Chicago a lot Ireland and San Francisco because you definitely have I'm so strong with those places yeah. and my hatred that it well because you probably have some history there you probably remember things that went down there that aren't good 
you know, and they're pretty interesting cities. San Francisco had a lot going on in the day, and Chicago, of course. I was in Chicago and experienced some very strange incidents in a hotel that used to be a bordello. Um, I'm sure the woman got murdered in there. So there is places that we do recognize and remember, and I've just happened to hit all three of them. For I mean, it's crazy because I feel like my, <laughs> my hatred for them is so strong and so gets me into trouble when I say it out loud that I would see that vibrating around me <clears throat> as strongly as the places I love. Did this drug addict comedian have anything to do with San Francisco? No, not for me, no. No, I think that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get you to be more aware of like who you are and that these areas probably do resonate trauma or what I call past life post-traumatic syndrome, which is only... You know, you can't really deal with that with a conventional psychologist. It would have to be a little bit of a past life regressionist and yeah. maybe then going to somebody that understand um, post-traumatic syndrome, as Drew most likely does. So it's interesting when you get into layers and layers of your subconscious. Yeah. And there, I've picked out three places that you resonate negative energy, not positive. Mm. So, and remember how I told you you're supposed to get through the karmic garbage. Yeah. So maybe it was a good thing that you turned something down because you're like, look, I own my power. This place doesn't feel good to me. I'm not going. Yeah. Instead of putting yourself in a situation where it wouldn't be good for you. So, so that's why you're getting more powerful and your energy is stronger and your choices are better. I want to ask something about my grandmother. Is she mm -hmm. without? Because I I've had some psychic experiences with her, mm -hmm. but um, the mother's mother, right? Mother's mother, yeah, maternal grandmother. I just I don't know. I guess I just want to know. Well, I want to. I just want to know how she feels now that she's mm -hmm. not here. Um, you know what? She feels amazing because she's lifted into more consciousness and she feels better. Uh, but she's like she's part of your team heaven she she really does come to help you and to guide you a little bit um, and she she mentions two names that are so funny because they're Irish it's Margaret and Catherine so are you aware who those people are no I don't know any I know not that's past no, well, not that's here no. no and the name Hattie but I think that Margaret Catherine Hattie. and Hattie it will mean something to you, but they might be characters. They might not be physical people, okay. but keep the names <clears throat> in mind, even though Margaret and Catherine are definitely, you know, common, but Hattie isn't. So she's trying to help you um, in also your work. This is a really big year for you. It's a really big year in good ways. And that's what she's telling me. She's going to try to give you butterflies. She likes butterflies. I wanted to say hummingbirds and she changed it. <laughs> she made butterflies oh, come out. Yeah, so I would say butterflies and okay. hummingbirds, but she said butterflies, so I'm sticking with that. Okay. And then, um, and then now this is another place. If you tell me this is the fourth place you hate so much, I'll be like, oh my God. But your grandmother's insisting that I do say Massachusetts and Boston. Yeah. It's where I'm from, oh. and oh. I fucking hate Boston. <laughs> I am going on a, I am going on a tour this year, and Janice, I like that you don't fucking no, hate. No, I, I know. <laughs> it's I pretty easy to hate spots no, no, no. with you. I, I will tell you my favorite places on earth are Australia, New York City, and Paris. But I, okay. oh, of course, I, I, um, I swear that's where we're from. Oh. We're from Massachusetts. Yeah, she said, just say it, Rebecca. I don't really fucking hate it, but I have a, a it, 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 <laughs> I have a lot of difficult feelings about. Yeah, the people. she said, and she told me, look, and she's probably going to say she doesn't like it, but it's okay. Tell her Massachusetts and and some of the Boston area. Yeah, she didn't like it either. So no, I feel better. but she, but isn't that is funny? It, is that the city your your grandmother passed away? She passed and, away in Massachusetts. Yeah, she actually mm -hmm. never mm -hmm. 
traveled anywhere. She's only been there. No, because she told me about Hingham and Warham and all the places. Mm-hmm. So so you do yeah. a funny thing in your stand-up about your, your grandmother. Yeah. And I, I was dying. I thought it was so funny um, about when she passed away. But maybe Rebecca can shed some light on that. Also, you also have some recollection of something that was in her yard, which yeah. was like, which you've had dreams about or... Mm-hmm. If you want to tell her. It's uh-huh. kind yeah, of- no, because Sherry, her grandmother is 100% involved in her life. Um, these are spots in the country she knew she would, it would be a, interesting places that you would be able to talk about, but they all in, have something in common with each other. So maybe if you ever got a past life regression or something, you might it find out. It is interesting. I bet there's something there because my current life is Massachusetts and... Yeah. yeah, and she she was definitely told me just say it, Rebecca, just say it, and um, and then um, she talked about like your grandmother was definitely had the spirit of of, of an actress also, mm. and um, but she never got to break out of her shell, so she lives a little vicariously through you. Yeah, and um, but that, I think that's okay because she's actually quite funny herself. In some yeah. Way. Right, and then um, she's like cock-a-doodle-doo. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> okay, so you know one of those those weather vanes that you put on top of the house. Oh, I know yeah. what she's talking about. You know what she's talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she says she'll get it. Just say cock-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> it's the stupid thing my sister and I fought over when she died. It was a not a real weather vane, but a a piece of paper uh-huh. with a picture of a weather vane on it, and it would change colors but it was always on her for 30 years it was on her door and it never uh-huh. changed colors anyway i was <laughs> i always loved that my sister got it though when she died yeah so we she, ransacked her house after she died so. well she says she'll try to get i want to know if she was there when we were ransacking her house yeah she was absolutely <laughs> i want to know if she was upset um no she thought it was quite amusing okay she was like wow i wonder which one's gonna like this or she tried to push you get that area and um she had interesting stuff there but mm-hmm. she knew if she said weather vane that you would know what i was talking about and um she was hoping that you mm. got a pair of her earrings though because she liked to share well i know she always wanted to push her earrings on me but uh-huh. she wore clip-ons, clip-ons. i know she wore clip-ons i did not take her earrings because well, you can hurt, turn those like, into how... posts you can change oh i never clips. thought about that well it's mm-hmm. too late now i i used to go to her house all the time and she would put them on me and i would be like yeah, because they no, hurt, I they didn't. pinch. Yeah, yeah, she said, they're clip-ons. I always wanted, because she's so pretty. And, uh, but she said, well, you know, that's okay. <laughs> and then, um, and then she did talk about the photographs, though, that you do have some, mm-hmm. which was important, right? Yeah. Yeah, she said she does have photographs, though, and she hopes that in your new house, mm-hmm. um, where you're settled in permanently, you'll put some With of your hot husband. Yeah. Well, you know what's <laughs> weird is she had this collage that I always loved of, and it's weird that you said earlier that she was like, at least you didn't get married and have two kids. She yeah. had two kids and she often was not quiet about the fact that a large part of her regretted ever getting married and having kids. So, but she had this collage of my cousins, my uncle, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I always loved it. And it was in her kitchen <clears throat> where she died. Mm-hmm. And then now it's in my kitchen. And oh. so it's interesting that you said kitchen. That's mm-hmm. the only thing on the wall in my kitchen. Yeah. I wanted to keep that memory going. And, mm-hmm. um, and I can see it from my room sometimes when I'm laying there. And I sometimes I get scared of it. I feel like she's in that frame. And mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not someone that wants to be visited by 
goes well you know the thing is your kitchen it just resonates like it has like a little opening there that it's easy for people to come in and out your Mm. old wife and left a story there she left the picture there or you put it there she said but in your new house it'll probably be a a different spot a different Mm -hmm. energy but she does know she does come to visit but not to scare you yeah that's why she wanted to send butterflies i had a dream when she died but before she died Mm -hmm. that she was with me and i looked at her and she was young again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where she looks. She doesn't look old at all. She resonates youth. People on the other side, most of the time, I don't see, it's hard to explain, but you don't see age because it's not the same. It, mm-hmm. it, you resonate light, youth, and that's how she looks. Is she with her husband at all? Um, you know what? I, I don't see him. <laughs> Good. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't see him. She talks a lot about her siblings and her mom a lot, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. not about that. Yeah, because see, she has this kind of vibe like you, like a working girl, like somebody who would have been more international. I mean, she she loves her children, don't get me wrong, but it was, you know, she had more of a uh, an imagination and a spirit that is now she's happy because she's kind of freed to, to go to the places that she dreamed about. Mm. And with her mom. She's with her mother. She's close I to knew her. her too. Yeah, she's a nice lady. She has, she, they're both here. Um, I don't have their names yet, but it's your mother... Mother's mother and grandmother, mm-hmm. maternal side of the family. Yeah, that's the only great grandmother ever met. Yeah, and so they're here with you and and talking. And there's other people here that are. There's a Lily here and a Lillian. Do you remember who she was? And there's a woman uh, with the name Anne. But there's those might not. You may not know who those people are. Do you? Yeah, Anne is only Irish name. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, and I'm not Irish. What's there, your great grandma's name? I think it was Anne because that's my middle name. Oh, it is? Yeah. But I used to call her Mamere because she was French Canadian. Uh-huh. And yeah. so I don't know what her, I think it was Anne. I can't remember if it was Anne or. Not Grandmere, but Mamere. Mamere, yeah. Because that's what my grandmother called her. Uh-huh. Oh, so that's why I was saying. Because she was Mamere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know Lillian or. There's mm-hmm. a Helen. I don't know. But th- those are the. I'm yeah, still stuck that's back the girl on, squad. On Hattie. Yeah, Hattie is so interesting. I'm gonna have to. That's one where I'm gonna have to call my family. I have a feeling well, that's my father's side. But I'm wondering if it's something. I just immediately started thinking about Hattie McDaniel. Who's that? She was the, and I don't know why. Yeah. But she was the, uh, she was the maid in Gone with the Wind, the black oh. mammy. Oh yeah, yeah. Hattie. See, I'm wondering if it has to Would do she with here. I, I, <laughs> you I, never well, know. I just don't know. It's I my just, celebrity. I, I just started thinking about that. Like, <laughs> or a script. Well, yeah, go ahead. I think more thing, but. I don't know, movies or Academy Award or something. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, it could be a character. First, first, you know, Hattie was the first African-American to get a camera. I don't know. So there might I'll be something with, the, with those names as scripted like characters. Mm-hmm. or It means something, but it, it's in the future. You'll find out what it is. Um, but they're still about the ad name. So you're Jennifer Ann. So that's got, to, you have to be named after somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, they know that. And then they also, that's why the names, I was, I, I should have thought it was French because I kept hearing the name like Juliette. And that sort of reminds mm-hmm. me of French. So, yeah. Or Jeanette. I don't know. It's something. Yeah. They call you that? My grandmother's name is Jeanette. Jeanette. Oh. I gonna, knew it. I'm going to freak out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a minute, but I kept saying Jeanette. Jeanette. So I was like, okay, it's Jeanette. Yeah, we used to speak French together at the, uh-huh. at the kitchen table, uh-huh. which well, I don't, I haven't retained a thing. Well, Jeanette is here. Yeah. And um, and I'm sure her mother, maybe it is Anne, but there's an Anne back there too. And they love you so much. And um, yeah, a powerful a duo over there, along with your buddy over here is cracking me up. 
I want to ask you about the red. I mean, the travel. The no, sorry, the 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 travel aura you saw, and then what you meant by the yeah, pink. The, well, the red go, go in the pink. Yeah, the red is always connected to people that are in the arts of some type, but it could even be creative business. It doesn't have to be like acting, comedian, but everything around you was writer, 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 funny as all get up, humorous, and blah 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 blah. It was all the red energy. Now the travel energy. When I looked at you, I'm like God, she travels a lot because mm-hmm. there was all these. It's like roads and and agendas and it was all in your what I call your storyboard and then we went to the pink which I'm like "Mm, I wanted to see her married and I heard no Jeanette say no my granddaughter is single and so (laughs) what I say is get into the pink is a formula that I have that I created because of when I wore light pink a lot of men would reproach me it didn't matter if I was skinny or fat or young or old so I said there's something with the color light pink so I did a whole study on it so what I'm saying to you Mm. is the black is good for Saturday, it's actually powerful on a Saturday, okay? But light pink somewhere on your body will resonate love. It could be a cashmere light pink sweater. Mm. It could be a scarf. It could be fingernail polish. So put a little pink on your body somewhere, okay? Mm-hmm. Then what you do is you take a sea salt bath and scrub to take any energy or story off of you from prior lovers or people that just weren't good for you, okay? And then you take a dance class. I don't know when you would have any time to do that, but dancing opens the love heart chakra. Mm. And then from there, you get a rose quartz that you could travel with and hold it and program it in detail to what you want. But a lot of people forget if they want healthy, they forgot to ask for healthy sexually. Oh, because a lot of people don't do that and then they come back and say, this person has this and that, whatever. Mm. So I said, put in there healthy sexually and if he has a problem, that you can deal with it, okay? Now, this morning, well, right before I came here, my last client, I told her to get into the pink. Mm. And she was in there with her Australian fiance Mm. that she met. (laughs) She was laughing. Okay. Okay. And he happened to be quite wealthy and very handsome. Billionaire. Yes. And she didn't know that when she met him. She didn't know. And the big, beautiful rock on her finger. And you know what? They resonate everything. He's the same culture. So we're saying Jen's going to have a billionaire. We fly me I just plane. broke up with an Australian. A billionaire? Well, no. Well, you got to fly us around your private jet if you get the billionaire. <laughs> you got to get, you got to, it's a, the, the thing is, it's not I'll just about. I'll live on a private jet. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just about money. You want somebody who compliments you. Yeah. They happen to be the same culture, same religion. Who wants same to get into the pink? Yeah. <laughs> my son said that was very... <laughs> my gra- Super pervy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Susan. Well done. <laughs> my son said, that's Sorry, nasty, mom. That doesn't sound good. That's nasty, mom. Don't say that. But I'm still saying it. Get in the pink. It's all about love. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, sister. <laughs> Drew's blushing. <laughs> it's all about the pink. <laughs> Yeah, no, a lot of what you said resonated with the big year. I have a mm-hmm. book coming out this year. It's a book tour to go on. Oh, yeah. A lot of traveling. I'm writing a pilot. We're waiting to see if it's getting yeah. picked up. So at the top, kind of yeah, stuff. you got a lot of stuff going on. And, and it, like I said, put your pink cashmere on or your, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, it's... Okay, do I, have, I have a pink shirt. Yeah. It's pink hard jacket. to find I cute pink stuff, too. I've tried. I know. Not that I need to find love. I was actually wearing <laughs> pink when I met Drew. Oh, interesting. Ah, see, Drew, you were. I think it's going to accidentally happen because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm in no way ready for anyone to come. <laughs> you were wearing that crazy sailor shirt. Uh, no, no. When I met you for real. We had a date. You were wearing pink. No, when we met oh, yes, at that, yes. Loveline, right, I was right, wearing yes. pink from head to right, toes. Right, right. Like seriously, <laughs> right. like pink stripes, pink, pink, right. pink. Yeah, like I'm telling you. And it don't do it if you don't want to resonate that because it does work. 
Mm. And those so. little lace socks, you know, with the with the pumps. Very you know 80s. what I mean? It was very, very 80s. What? Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> 1983. Oh, no, that's all right. Yeah. I was 22 years yeah, old yeah, or yeah. something. 23. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, that's my formula. Oh, wow. That was cool. Thank you. You're I welcome. saw you wearing socks with pumps on stage. and you're. In no, your... by the way, everyone thinks this. Those were boots. Oh, they were? They were blue and gold boots oh. from this company <laughs> called United Nude. I bought them in New Orleans, a city I love. Mm-hmm. I saw Just the shoes. Say. I saw the shoes. Oh my god. That was a great show. I love I want you to tell everybody about your grandmother though. The the I mean if unless it's like not appropriate for It's totally appropriate. I think it's so um, funny. She sounded like quite the character. She really well she was named Class Wit. So she really was <laughs> no, funny. She, she was she had a real dark sense of humor. Yeah, she she's got something going on there. Yeah, and she um This is Jeanette. Jeanette. But she um Bonjour Jeanette. <laughs> she would uh what was i saying oh yeah she her lived darkness. in she lived in her own house and her husband died at when he was 60 she lived till 99 Whoa. and after he died she was just like he wasn't a great man i think he used to cheat on me she was like men su- she went to this men suck phase she went on one date with some guy from they went he took her to mcdonald's and she was like what oh. a cheap bastard to McDonald's. <laughs> and so she was just like done with men and so she didn't want to go to assisted living and um she even had pneumonia at age 98 and we were all like this is it she didn't die oh she didn't even God. want to go to physical therapy rehab and so anyway she lived in her own house did her own laundry blah 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 and she Wait, I don't remember what the funny part... Oh, that's what it was. She used to say her husband, Freddie, this is why it's funny she's not with him. She really Catholic believed in purgatory. Mm -hmm. And she used to say that every night there was a knocking above her wall. And Mm -hmm. she said it was Freddie in purgatory. And she needed to to pray for him to get out. And her theory was if if you had a bunch of people in your life that prayed for you, you could get out of purgatory. And she thought she was the one holdout. But since she thought he cheated on her, she said she would just yell at the wall, go to hell, Freddie. Go to hell, Freddie. So that's what she did every night. She heard the knocking. She was very spiritual, but Uh more in the superstitious realm. Right, right. Because she actually thought God hated her, and that's why he was keeping her on earth for so long. She was like, he's very weird Catholic stuff. And so then at 99, she died. But she died, and this is horrible, but she died on the kitchen floor in a bra and nothing else. And. Oh, 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 I have to tell you something. Sorry to cut yeah. you off. Okay, this is so funny. I have to tell you, when you were talking about doing her own laundry, I didn't want to say this because I thought it was disrespectful. She was talking about her undergarments yeah. and her panties. Okay, the wonder. She didn't have any on when she passed. Then. <laughs> oh, God. that's what. <laughs> she <laughs> used to wash them in the bathtub because uh-huh. she had a laundry that was all the way downstairs uh-huh. and so i think at a certain point she just started washing her underwear and re- she didn't have any clean underwear that day i forget the garden thing what was that part of your oh yeah this part of your stand-up no the garden thing was just a real thing that it happened. was Uh-oh. personal when Uh-oh. she emailed me she said that she could smell yeah when i i was gonna say when i died when my <laughs> when i passed a few in 2008 when when my grandmother <laughs> When my grandmother died in 2008, I was living. Explains a lot. (laughs) I was living in an apartment building that there was no the back. There was no yard. It was just a parking lot in the back, Mm -hmm. and that my bedroom faced it. And I woke up in the middle of the night sneezing because the smell of lavender was so strong. And I remember in my haze of waking up, going, "Oh, it's just the lavender bush outside," and coughing and sneezing. Mm -hmm. And I said to my husband at the time, "Like, sorry, it's a lavender bush." And then I, in the morning, he's like, "You kept saying the lavender bush making you sneeze." We we don't have and I was like oh and then 
my mom called me and said, you know, they were getting crap out of the house and her backyard was all overgrown with lavender. Mm -hmm. And so, and then, yeah. So I thought that was, I was like, is she coming to me? Because I had, I had so many dreams about her. Oh yeah. She just, because you lived the life that she only dreamed of and she was funny as all get up. She, Mm -hmm. she could have actually been successful in, in the same way that you are. So she, she doesn't regret all of her life at Mm -hmm. all, but she loves to live like I said, through you a little bit. And, yeah. and and you could, she likes to help you and she thinks it's, she loves to laugh. So she's like, you know, she's definitely a big part of. Go ahead and use her in your stand-up. Yeah, I will. She always used to say, I'm just out for a good time. But, yeah, but. she loves to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Jeanette, I'm so happy that you came today. She says she wouldn't miss it for the world. And remember when you um, addressed her, she addressed you back the oh. same way. But I'm not about to even try to attempt the way she said it. <laughs> Bonjour, monsieur. Yeah. Because <laughs> so when my grandmother died, mm-hmm. I went to her house and we weren't allowed to take anything because my uncle was a cheap bastard and had to auction everything. I had to like pay for stuff if I wanted it. But anyways, I'm searching <laughs> through brutal. all her stuff. I did steal a few things though, just because I thought <laughs> yeah. he was a jerk. But um, I was going through like all her stuff and she had all these crazy costumes, like wild costumes like like Carmen Miranda and then every all these like really sexy crazy things and you know she had like pink satin drapes in her bedroom and I was like God, I, oh. I always wonder like what were they up to you know kinky mm-hmm. grandma like what the heck my grandmother had pink curtains too but I think that might have been the time it was oh. I was I was just sort of curious I was like wow this is kind of interesting stuff but everything mm-hmm. was so methodically put away because she lived in Cleveland and it was cold and she lived there till she was 99 too so it's like but she was in her house and everything was like perfect you know except for you know the fact that it was full of mold but um but you know it's just always really interesting to look at you know their history and stuff and and wonder you know what they were like when they were younger i know i think about that all the time you're gonna ask something i was gonna say uh oh yeah what was i gonna ask about uh something about my grandmother pink Pink closet before that Oh, costumes. sorry. I mean, costumes. Never. I don't remember. Wait. Uh, oh, my God. It was important. Pink costumes. My grandmother. Shoot. I can't remember now. Um, yeah, you'll think of it. Yeah, I'll think of it. Oh. Ah. Well, you know what's I funny is your grandmother talks about Lucille Ball a lot because, mm. you know, in the day she was like the top female comedian. Yeah. And her timing is so perfect. So um, I, I believe that your grandmother says that you have timing like that and that it, you're not exactly like lucille ball mm-hmm. but your timing is good thanks so yeah. she thinks that's amazing and um and believe me she talked about this guy named jack that was really important to her at one point um that had nothing to do with freddie <laughs> so Uh-oh. you know somebody who was just somebody you know she did know people and she liked to talk so you yeah know, somebody who she may have you know but she could be also talking about um was it Jack Benny or? Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. She, when she watched the TV in the day, the black and white. Yeah. She did like to watch the comedians. We used to watch I Love Lucy together. We'd yeah. also watch when Star Search used to have comedians on. You remember? We'd always watch the comedians. Oh, uh, yeah. Too. No, she loved to watch. She liked comedians because she was funny herself. So, and then she talked a lot about um, you and um, uh, I guess it's like, she said you liked Paris like you talked about, but there's this one place in Paris that you resonate really positive energy and um, your grandma talks about um, your lifetime maybe there so and there was a gentleman 
that you knew and his name was Paul and uh, he was a big influence in your life. So do you know a Paul now? That's her son, my uncle. Oh. Um, and one of my closest friends is named Paul. I haven't seen him in a while, but uh, but no one dead named no, Paul. No, no. I, I think this, but your uncle Paul is alive, right? Yeah. Okay, there's a connection between, I don't think it's your friend. I think it's your uncle. It's and her son. Yeah, Paul. there's something to do with your connection to this family, why you're in this family, yeah. and to actually more with your uncle Paul than you know. That's uh, really can you call Paul and tell him his mother Jeanette is uh, watching over him and that she loves him very much? Yeah, Paul was her. Well, this is a family drama, but according to my mother, Paul was her favorite. Well, it's not. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's how. Maybe yeah. that's how Paul's an influence on you through your mom being so resentful. Yeah, and there's yeah. a story behind that. I don't think Paul's her favorite. I think she just uh, connects to him easier. Paul is actually, <clears throat> my dad's family has a lot of uncles, and God bless them all, but Paul was actually what I call like my normal uncle that uh-huh. like doesn't send me chain emails about Donald Trump, you know, and um, he, <laughs> and I just saw him at Christmas, and we always had a very big spiritual connection. I always used to be really afraid of him when I was little because he had a beard, and I was afraid of beards for some reason, but uh-huh. he always used to like to screw with me in terms of, he believes in ghosts. We talk about ghosts all the time. Mm-hmm. He would tell me about all this paranormal stuff that would happen in his house, and that was that was just like Uncle Paul and I could always be found talking about. Mm-hmm. And he was the one that found Nana. And he oh. had a giant, uh, he was trying to scare me the entire time we were ransacking her house. Mm-hmm. Um, but but he, he feels very uh-huh. much like I do um, in terms of he feels and senses and dreams things and has... It could be that Paul too, but I know she's insisting that you call your uncle and she told me that. Yeah, um, but it, it's just no. Uh, it's him. Yeah, I'll uh-huh. tell him. You tell him, and then the other Paul is on your dad's side. You said no. Um, I just have a friend named Paul. Oh no, then it is your uncle. Yeah, yeah, it's my uncle. Yeah. Oh, that's why. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it's her son. It's her he son. Found yeah. Her. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's it. I had it right. Okay. okay yeah. Yeah. And then she. Lucky um, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was a thrill for well. him. So mom <laughs> she says, "Well, it didn't matter." No, it didn't. And, oh, that's what I was going to say that I remembered. I, that some of the stuff I did take from her because she always used to say I'm just out for a good time and she'd always want to play. Uh, she started taking antidepressants in her 80s mm-hmm. and then she'd have a glass of wine on it and get a little tipsy. And <laughs> she would get like, why don't you guys want to have fun? She loved gambling. Mm-hmm. So I put a few objects of hers in my like home bar area and whenever I have people over or something, I make sure... To just say, guys, I say hi to my Nana. She's here. And, you know, in a little lamp or a little crystal dish, I have her dish on my coffee table like she had when I was growing up. So I I think about her all the time. She's always around and I'm always trying to Mm -hmm. show her a good time. I take her rosary beads with me when I go around the world. So I brought her to Australia, brought her to Ireland. I brought her, I brought her everywhere. She says, where, when are you taking me to Hong Kong? I'll take you to Hong Kong, Nana. That's interesting. Go with me. I'm going. Are you? Yeah. Oh, you are? Yeah. I'll give you my rosary bead. For my 25th anniversary. Oh, how fun. Cool. With, look at, Drew's not even paying attention. No, he's, he's like looking at his phone. <laughs> yeah, so, but um, well, maybe it is Susan, because somebody said, say Hong Kong. That's funny. Yeah, I don't have any plans. I'll take you, Nana. You can come with my mom. I was just thinking how my mom would probably get along with her, so they they can both come. Yeah. So, and you may have something to do with it. it Traveling it may be ghosts Susan's too, because Susan's here. So that's so cool. And um, well, you know what? She's ever present, and 
She she loves gambling because it, it gives her that adrenaline. adrenaline Me too. Yeah. I uh-huh. love gambling. Yeah. So she's having fun with that. And then... Um, Not a lot, though. I yeah. mean, I don't, I don't gamble a lot. No, she didn't. The casinos weren't close, so she box. didn't go that much. Yeah, often. yeah. She didn't go that much. But uh-huh. when she got when she got hold of a slot machine, she would go nuts. Uh-huh. <laughs> God bless her. I like your Nana. I'm yeah, so she glad she fun. showed up today. I know. Me too. I knew she was... I knew she was going... If she didn't, I would have been pissed. <laughs> no, I, I think that she was actually with me even in my office because the last thing I said to the Australian guy is, do you like gambling in Las Vegas? He was like, not really. So I was like, okay. <laughs> what is your grandmother? Must be the next Already person. coming in. <laughs> all right, Jeanette. And then, you know, you were powerful. So yeah, it's all good. She knew you were coming. Mm-hmm. So, so um, Jen's book is called I Know What I'm Doing and Other Lies I Tell Myself. Tell us a little bit about that. Cause <laughs> oh, yeah. Well... I wrote a book a couple of years ago about how I don't have kids. And this book is more like a well-rounded, it's, it's all different kinds of things. Like I have essays about traveling, about uh, when I got divorced, about, you know, relationships I got into after I got divorced, weird, mostly a lot of travel story stuff with family, blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's essays for all different kinds of things. And my editor at the time was like, make it like an unconventional advice book. Like, hey, if you're an unconventional, you know, turning 40s in my book. Sure. And, and I, as I was writing it, I thought, I don't have any advice because <laughs> I don't think the way I do things is best. And I have no attachment to being one way. I'm not like, I'm single or I'm, right. I'm just like, whatever happens, I'll go along with. And I'm open to evolving. So I didn't want to write something like that. So I, I just wrote her in an email saying, I don't know what I'm doing. And like, I would be lying if I said, and I was like, that's the book. I know what I'm doing in other lives. I tell myself. So that I kind of rewrote a bunch of things with the angle of don't do this, but if you have, it's okay. You know, it's supposed to be like a, I'm okay. You're okay. I don't even, I never read that book, but it's supposed to have that vibe of. <laughs> so it'd be a great book for someone like my daughter, who's like not looking to get married and wants to travel and no, make a living. No, it's an empowerment book. I, well, I think everyone should be, if you want to get married, you should be empowered by this book. If you don't, you know, I think it should just be like, it's okay. It's a book about acceptance, right? Acceptance and yeah. accepting where you are and being yeah. like, I don't even like where I am, but I'm here. Yeah. And you know, sure, I had a great time doing. I think yes, because I have to be in acceptance because it's hard for me to be. Even if my acceptance is like I'm fine with my life, but I know other people aren't. You know, I have to accept Who that are the too. Other people, just society at large. What? We're all society. Who the fuck is that? It's just voices in my head. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, it's no, different. it's that. Jeanette. Like, Jeanette isn't <laughs> happy with you. No, no, she is. She would have loved. But it, it, yeah, so it's just about that kind of, well, you know how it is. I get annoyed with the word single because you know, there's a word married, which means usually you live in a home with your partner. There may or may not be children and you are most likely monogamous. When you say single, that could mean anything you could be it's a legal term so it could mean you live with your boyfriend it could mean you're polyamorous it could mean you're celibate it could mean you're this so if people ask me if i'm single and i say yes i never get the chance to then explain what that is what that means to yeah. me and yeah. it's usually this oh you'll find some as if and i want to say <laughs> i have found people and i'm not good at finding people so i need to take some time and not find people that would be where my life needs to go. And I'm going to tell you the stories of the times I found people and to the outside, it looked like everything was perfect. I'm going to tell you what was really going on. So I want to validate that for, for people, like okay, good. especially uh, people that had to come to my, that had to be involved with me when I was a married person and probably thought that I was really annoying because I was. Is your, st- 
Because why? <laughs> I was like, who wants to come over? I have <laughs> cheese and wine and snacks. And single people were like, why would we want to sit? And we're not married to you. Why do we want to sit in your house? We want to go out right. and, you know, try to get laid or something. I was like, I don't get why everyone does it. You just sit there with all the stuff you registered for. Like, why doesn't everyone want to come over? We've got so many dishes, fun stuff. <laughs> is, is, is your stand-up going to fold up in your book? Well, a lot of the book is about, a lot of my stand-up, that's in my special that's out. Yeah. Um, Netflix special. Is, it has ended up in this book. Got it. So now all that's being pretty much retired. But the essence of I know what I'm doing, like the book tour I'm going on is going to be stories about times in my life where I really thought I was nailing it and then I realized I was acting really recklessly or stupid. So there'll be like more of a storytelling book tour. Um, but yeah, my stand-up is always about what an idiot I am. <laughs> in a good way like when I look well, I can always look I can always take apart anything I've done and go didn't know what I was doing was acting like a confident a-hole it, it's sort of the golden age of female comics right now isn't it Com comedians isn't I it? think so Instead I mean a little, little bit of a gold, little bit of a well you know what's funny is when I grew up in the 80s as a kid watching TV I remember seeing all these comedians that weren't famous like I don't mean to offend them by saying this but like a Susie Essman a Judy Gold um uh, Elaine Boosler all these people were not like household name rock star famous like the way certain comedians are now like and so I always thought there was a million comics who were women and then now we're just part of the mix and it's okay so there's like a million I think like 10 years ago I would people go there's not any funny women like there's not any women not that they're not funny but there aren't any I go there's so many women who do comedy they're just not famous you don't know them but weirdly the guys that do comedy that weren't famous like rock star famous you'd know who they were they have a special out every once in a while and now women are part of that mix so there's a lot I would of argue us even and then the other, rock star the, people that are rising are women yeah right other than the Louis and the Kevin Hart and stuff like that yeah the women are the are it I uh, think and, so yeah and, and I'm wondering if um, Chelsea helped propel that because when I think about the people that stood out in her panels it was always the female comic I'm sh oh yeah absolutely yeah. I'm sure of it because I think too and it's weird because a lot of my audience is you know I don't have a specifically female audience I would say if I did I'd probably be super super famous because I, mean, I think when you have one type of audience they carry you through but I um a lot of my audiences are men or people in relationships. I think people finally realize, oh, women aren't just going to talk about things that relate to women. Like, they're people too. I really think that was just... Do you have favorite female comics right now? No. I know you hate them all, but anyway. Yeah, I hate them all. I want... No, I don't because I, you know, I just resonate with who resonates with me. Like, I never think of their gender really because I don't yeah. think that, like, their gender means they talk about certain things. Like, Joan Rivers was one of my favorites and was a friend of mine towards the end of her life. Mm -hmm. And... um. And fuck you for not coming through, Joan. Um, I didn't see her. No, <laughs> that's all right. Um, she's busy. She's got a gig. But um, you got to call her. <laughs> but uh, but um, she was. But I don't know who. God, I love Maria Bamford. So good. I wish I could be. She's. I. I where is she right now? Because like, she turns she, up and then she goes away. Yeah, she's around. I think she's working on a TV show for oh, Netflix. I want to say she's got so, something good going on. Yeah, she yeah. is. Just to, but she talks about stuff that's hard to make fun of. Yeah, she's an old friend of mine, and we used to—I used to open up for her on the road years ago, and 
she was sort of diving into that stuff now. And imagine a room full of people at this mainstream comedy club in Cleveland and she's talking about suicidal ideation. They're like, what? And now it's like she's found her people. And I yeah. think that's what's helping comedy too is everyone can find their people. And so um, you you can have these little, whether you're a podcast or a small tour, your people will come out and find you. And so people that are cool with that kind of honesty are out there for her. Yeah, I mean, she's amazing. Um, Can I cut in just yeah. a minute? Okay, right when you said Joan didn't come and, you know, F you, she's here and she's got a pink jacket on and she's like, <laughs> I'm in my pink, okay? I'm in my pink and she's encouraging you to... Um, to speak your mind she's like she's cracking me up so hard but it's hard i don't want to repeat what she says because i'm not going to be her you know but um she actually told you and she's got a big rock on so she's like this it's okay to get a big rock it's okay accept it accept it i thought she's like accept it i always yell at me about money stuff oh is that funny Mm. yeah because she's like accept it and then she has her her pink jacket on and um she's like and she looks really young. Mm. And she says you're going to run into her daughter soon. So I don't know how well you know her daughter, but she told me about you running into her mm. just um, unexpectedly. Yeah. And then she talks about someone named Alan. So I have no idea who that is. But if you meet an Al or an Alan, I think it's Alan. She Ellen, said, like a woman's name? Or no, Alan, like Alan, a man's name? A man's name. name. Alan, A L L E N, Alan. He might be to your benefit. So she's going to guide and help okay. you, actually. And she's serious about this rock, this <laughs> ring. I'm not kidding. She's like, like. <laughs> That's funny. We've had a conversation about stuff like that. Right. And then um, she told me to tell you the most important thing on the road is to have comfortable shoes. <laughs> Fashionable, <laughs> but comfortable. <laughs> that look like pumps with socks. That are boots. <laughs> I don't know. She's on the shoe <laughs> thing. That's funny. <laughs> Comfort is key. Mm-hmm. I agree with her. And she's so funny because she says, she, <laughs> I don't want to say this, but I'm just going to do it. Do it. Because <laughs> she looks so young now. She's got her her what does she say Come on, say it. she's like i'm looking so good i can wear a thong i know i don't i'm embarrassed saying it but she's like look at him i'm looking good i got my thong on i got my you know she's good it's <laughs> funny you say that about the rock thing because mm-hmm. we had this emotional lunch once and we were talking about she was just saying you she had a she loves comedians like I do. Mm-hmm. She was like, they don't love you back. They want like stupid women. And so I mean she had a little more negativity around it than I do. But um around other comedians? About men male comedians. Oh. She had a very negative point of view about Well men uh, every com- comic I know hates other comedians. Not either explicitly or, or or somehow subconsciously. Oh yeah. I know it's Not weird. Not the women so much. But no. But she was saying like you're going to get your heart broken by male comics because they want someone who's coming home and cooking them dinner and whatever. I I don't totally agree with that. I think it's a little different these days, but, but uh, I was always just saying like, but I'm not looking, you know, people should be so lucky. I'm not looking for like a big ring or to be this. And she was like, why not? She would always yell at me. She she would always be like, why aren't you looking for people to buy you things? So that was her big thing. And I was like, oh, I'm just not like that. And she was like, stop it. She'd always go, you stupid ass. You stupid ass. (laughs) She's like, really like, accept the ring. Yeah. Are you going to do another drunk history this year? I've done five. And I can't. Are you going to do another one? Is it coming back? Yeah, I think. I can't, yeah, I can't, sure. I can't, sure. I can't. The hangovers, the hangovers are too bad. And it, I'll do it with you. The thing is, I'm blacked <laughs> out. <laughs> but you together. can't be there. Drink. You can't drink. Why not? 
Because your doctor oh, fucking Oh, my Drew. God. If you <laughs> saw Drew when he drinks. You get enough hell anyway. Oh, that's true. true. That's true. Oh, I mean, can funny. you imagine if you... No, but see, the thing is, and I've when said... Drew drinks, he turns into Adam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's kind of scary. <laughs> I go, like, four drinks for me, four wines, four and a half, a whole bottle, let's say, yeah. is probably all I need to do an episode. Yeah. Once I hit that, I black out and oh. I keep drinking, oh but no God. one knows I've blacked out. I've oh. blacked out. Every single one has been in a blackout. Oh. So I always say to Derek, ask me if I'm Derek in a Waters. blackout. Yeah, Derek yeah. Waters who created it. You can't it. tell if you're in a blackout you, when you're a blackout. You can't. The blackout's after the fact. But oh so this God. time, I was. he did ask me, I think, and I said I wasn't, and then I You don't came. know when you're in a blackout. You don't know. No. Yeah. And I, I uh, yeah, I woke up and was doing drunk history and I was like, I guess I'm, you know, I, I, so yeah, I, I've blacked out every single time and oh I wake God. up towards the end when I'm, when we're wrapping up. So and the hangovers are so bad. I, bet, I, bet. I went to get one of those like Hollywood Ugh. IV treatments. I can't believe day. you did it five times. Not a bad idea. It didn't work. Well, it's only so much you can do. For because it. I thought it had hydrating stuff in it. It just has vitamins. Well, it has fluids too. I mean, you get fluids. It has fluids, but it, it just... Listen, it's, you, you only do so much for withdrawal. So. I feel like I want to do it again if they ask me, but I don't really have two days free to get over the hangover. Yeah, yeah. Be an extra. Yeah, be yeah. Up, do the acting. I mean, but I'm so competitive with Drunk History because I... No kidding, I'm, you did it five times. I'm one of the originals and he calls me the queen of Drunk History and I can't relinquish the throne you like shouldn't. i if if it comes back for another season and people said short-term memory that they only I know. know the I season know. you've been in yes. and people are always like i saw your drunk history and i get mad like yeah. what do you mean my i've done five of them so i don't know <laughs> is it coming back or you don't know derek said yes and duncan said yes too. damn it Dun duncan has already been given his his uh, history like what he's gonna do he has that's what he said oh god okay well here, here she her, goes Drew. competitive <laughs> i'm gonna text him and say i'm in i'm in and I want to be, I want to act in either yours or Duncan's. I don't care which one. But he, yeah, I want you to. Yeah. I'll have to, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. So you'll be talking you with a woman's voice. You don't get to choose, do you? Well, Jason Alexander talked yeah. in yeah. in my voice this year. And uh, um, yeah, oh, it was so cool. It's so cool. Like, it's a cool thing to be part of. But it unfortunately attracts a lot of people who think I'm a drunk. And that's like, <laughs> they get... They come to see shows because of it and oh. not overwhelmingly, but it's like, I'd love to drink with you. I'm like, you wouldn't. I'm boring. Like you, you don't want to drink with me. Yeah, it's not yeah. that interesting. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I'm not always like that, you know, you I can't imagine drunk. being able to tell a story really well when you're that. Yeah. Wasted. That's you the part that be... amazes me that you guys are able to actually tell the story, not just coherently, but it, it, it flows. To, I'm sure they, they probably, cut I think it's the editing. No, and... no, but you get the, you get it out there. You get the history in. it's amazing. I guess. Cause yeah, I don't know why. I honestly think it's like my history of like just being in comedy and having to perform under being weird circumstances. Yeah, yeah. Or just like, I don't know. Yeah, doing things in an altered state sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just thinking of all the times like I, I used to have such a bad fear of flying and I'd take Clonopin when I fly, but mm. I'd have to get right off the plane and go do something oh. important. Ooh. And I just had to go right through. You know, I've yeah, I've done hard. a lot of things. So which ones were you drugged. on? Because... Um, I remember you being on it, but I can't remember what you were doing. I what did. Uh, oh. The first one I ever did was Oni Judge, who was a slave. That that was like online only. She was George Washington's slave. Um, second one was Don Cheadle and Will Ferrell. I did uh, Franklin and 
I mean, Douglas and Abraham line. Lincoln. A, that was online too, though, wasn't it? That was online. It ended up airing on HBO. And oh. that one won Sundance. Yes, yes. And then... Um, That's the best one. Oh another one I did was Winona Ryder as a Mary Dyer. Also a, a great one. A Boston. Yes. Someone. No, it was no, it was the... Uh, she's uh, not Aaron Burr, but uh, Benedict Arnold's wife. Right? Wasn't it that one? No, she was a, a religious freedom oh, person okay, that lived it. in Boston. Yeah. And then I did... Um, uh oh oh uh the wife of the president that had the stroke courtney cox wilson. did it yeah edith wilson yep. and then this past year i did journalism this guy thomas nast that was a political cartoonist that took down this huge new york city fat cat jerk person right, the uh the, the tammany hall tammany guys. hall yeah which i didn't know anything most of these things i knew nothing about wow. which is embarrassing not and, really, because he picks little slivers of history that are yeah. interesting. Well, I remember yeah. crying in the Mary Dyer one going, and there's no statue of her in Boston. <laughs> Meanwhile, there totally is. <laughs> and I used to live down the street from it, and I used to walk by it 90 times a day. Like, somebody took a picture of it, and they're like, uh, yeah, there is. They tweeted it to me. I was like, oh. But that's how little I look up and notice my surroundings. <laughs> Well, you love Boston. So. I lo I can't believe those cities. That's the craziest thing to me. That is, there is something there that I need to work through or right. represent. I mean, it really amazes me how strong my negative comes through. Well, you know what? I think your grandmother was even hitting the hotspots. I had a hard time saying single too, but she kept saying, say she's single, mm -hmm. which is hard for me too, because when I have a person in front of me, when I say you're single, I mean, you have a boyfriend, but you're not married. So I get it when you say that because it's confusing me. Yeah. It's confusing for me as a psychic also. But your grandmother was hitting hot spots with you, getting you to like look at them. Yeah. And, and she has a reason for that. And I don't exactly know what it is. I don't either. Mm -hmm. I think Rebecca did a wonderful job. Thank you. Well, she was um, open, an, a bit of an open vessel, and your grandmother's very loud. So it's <laughs> You're an open vessel. <laughs> combo. In, I'm in too the, much of an open your vessel. Your open vessel in and the pink. Please yeah. get into the pink. Okay, okay. Yeah, listen to Joan, accept the ring, accept the ring. And get into the pink. <laughs> so um, where can we find you, Jen? JenKirkman.com. One N and Jen, everybody. And at Jen Kirkman on Twitter. Yes. Which, is Twitter ever going to exist in the future? And Facebook probably that, as is well. Is that a Rebecca question? <laughs> I, I don't think it's going let's away. reframe it. When are we going to get rid she of She predicted hovercraft, and we now yeah. have drones. CES as a hover drone. Yeah. You can fly. I hate drones. Yeah, but oh you God. fly in it. Remember, Rebecca, when you told me there were going to oh, be yeah, hovercraft? Oh, yeah, backyard ones. Yeah. yeah, I said hovering cars, and I know you guys thought I was cookie but you know what i talk about the future a lot a lot of things you know that um it's people true. can't see and i see i can see it. i'm a very big visionary mm. well she sees stuff and we're like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it happens well. <laughs> what's so. a big year for jan that's gonna be interesting yeah i'm gonna keep hattie in mind i'm gonna call my and margaret later. margaret and what was the other name Catherine. Catherine. Mm -hmm. like, now it, i feel like it has something to do with a story characters in a story something that mm. is more artistically driven than just me any of those Margaret. in your drunk history shows maybe uh -huh. she'll do the history of hannah mcdaniel yeah you know first african-american oh that's right i'm like wait who <laughs> i don't know yeah me too i'm with you drew remembers everything not anymore i don't have a memory so anyways, if you want to <laughs> check out Rebecca Fearing and get a psychic reading or a clairvoyant reading or a evidential reading or whatever she calls it this week, uh, you can find her at 
rebeccafearing.com mm-hmm. get a reading and also uh what else do you want to plug well, I, have, I have a podcast called um dancing with ghosts oh of course I'm we're just... on our seventh year Yay. she's my competition so i never yeah. announce it but... <laughs> I know. But, uh, uh, people know both our shows susan especially in the midwest so thank you the midwest and i know thank others. you for co- yeah. listening to rebecca and uh-huh. coming to calling out with susan pinsky yeah. i really appreciate it all around the united states actually people do call me say they heard me on susan pinsky um and also i have a book coming out and it's called How to Develop the Power of Intuition. It's not out yet, but it will be soon. And um, I don't know. I'm kind of all over your, the place, too. You might find me, you know, in Minnesota or New York or California. I don't know, you know, where I'll be also. So we're yeah. going to resonate that same kind of energy. So, you know, but I'm, I'm easy to find and I'm easy, I'm easy access and you don't have to wait two years for a reading. Any TV shows you're on recently? Or Easy come? access, um, open vessel in the pink. pink. In I the deserve pink. to say. And, and <laughs> wait, don't you? You, I, you can't tell us. Well, everything. yes, we, we, are, we are going to be in a, um, a show next year. I can't talk about it, but it, it'll be very interesting. You guys going to do it? Uh, yep. Oh, boy. A, yeah. Enjoy. Okay. <laughs> and then also, um, you can find us at callingoutwithsusanpinsky.com. Also, I'm at First Lady of Love on Twitter. Love to hear from you guys, and we'll keep the show. I just also love doing 99 of these podcasts in the last three years, and we're on to number 100 coming up. I'm going to take a week off and go to New York with my husband, and just because we need to put something really special together. And not that this number 99, though, I have to say. It's a good one. But um, thank you again, drdrew.com, for sponsoring this show. And listen to This Life with Dr. Drew and Bob Forrest on iTunes. Go to thislifepodcast.com and have a wonderful week. The, yeah. You know, the, the, uh, somebody told me the Bob and Drew thing is getting like really big. Sometimes. I'm obsessed with that podcast. Why don't you come on it? I will. I'll come on. I love it. I love <laughs> Bob and Drew. Want to come on today? He's coming uh, here in about half an hour. Really? Yeah, we're, and Amber Smith is going to come on. You, you can be part of that one. No, I don't want to interrupt and get in the way. It's not, we, are, we are, if you haven't noticed, we're just like, we just chat. Come on. Thanks for listening to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky. Calling Out is a Playroom Pod production. Download new episodes every week at callingoutwithsusanpinsky.com or iTunes. All music for the show is provided by Rayvon Owen. Thanks for listening. Now I'm not trying to be rude, but hey pretty girl, I'm feeling you. The way you do the things you do reminds me of my Lexus Coupe. That's why I'm all up in your grill, trying to get you to a hotel. You must be a football coach, the way you got me playing the field. Give me that choo-choo, you give me that beep-beep. Running her hands through my fro, bouncing on 24s while they're playing on the radio. It's the remix to ignition, hot and fresh out the kitchen. Mama rolling that body, got every man in it wishing. Sipping on coke and rum, I'm like, so what, I'm drunk. It's the freaking weekend, baby, about to have me some fun. So bounce, 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 bounce. <laughs> It's like murder, she wrote The way I get you out and close Privacy is on the door But still they hear you screaming more Girl, I'm feeling what you're feeling No more hoping and wishing I got to take my key And stick it in the ignition Give me that tutu 
me that beep beep Running a hand through my floor Bouncing on 24s While they say on the radio Hot and fresh out the kitchen I'm a rolling that body Got every man in here wishing Sipping on coke and rum I'm like, so what, I'm drunk It's the freaking weekend, baby I'm about to have me some fun So crystal popping in the stretch navigator We got food everywhere As if the party was catered I got a fellas to my left Honey's on my right We put them both together We got juking all night Yeah, after the show after party and after the parties hotel lobby now round about four we gotta clear the lobby and take it to your room and mm, somebody girl we up in the street fogging windows up blasting the radio in the back of my truck